0: Providing timely, relevant content to providers who care for children, welcome to Pediatrics in Practice, presented by Children's Mercy Kansas City. Here's Dr. Michael Smith.
1: Female reproductive health is critical in growing girls and young women, but knowing what and when to refer to a specialist can be difficult. This is Pediatrics in Practice, the podcast from Children's Mercy. I'm Dr. Mike. My guest is Dr. Julie Strickland, Section Chief of Pediatric and Adolescent Gynecology at Children's Mercy. Dr. Strickland, what is a pediatric adolescent gynecologist?
0: Thank you for having me, Dr. Mike. Um, I would tell you that that is often a question asked of me because uh, uh, of increasing awareness of the importance of reproductive health in girls of all ages, not just adult women, um, pediatric and adolescent gynecology is a relatively new field within obstetrics and gynecology, um, and it has recently just been recognized as a, uh, uh, board, um, certified focused practice within obstetrics and gynecology. Basically, pediatric and adolescent gynecologists look at the reproductive health, um, and reproductive Structures and possible diseases of uh, girls at all ages from neonatal life up through um, college age and generally. So we're um, prepared to um, provide consultation for um, uh, gynecological disorders and disorders of reproductive function um, all the way through the pediatrics um uh, lifespan.
1: And what is the the training that you underwent to become a pediatric adolescent gynecologist? And is this is this some is this a a fellowship of OBGYN or can also pediatricians come into this fellowship?
0: So um the fellowship is, is only of OBGYN. Um, um the training is usually um, the general obstetric and gynecology training and board certification. And then, um new to this field is um, uh, practice and experience beyond that of at least three years. and then um, setting for a uh, focused examination as well as an examination of of um, practice case lists um, at the board level level um, to uh, delineate special expertise. In this area.
1: And, and how many, if you know this, how, how many uh, physicians from OBGYN are board certified in this, in this pediatric uh, adolescent gynecology? How, do, you, do you know the number?
0: So it is a new focus practice, and the board has only been uh, operational for about a year. Um, in the first ah. round of the, uh, of the board uh, focus, Uh, over 200 uh, people um, set for this examination and passed. Uh, I don't know the exact number, but I know it's over 200. Um, So, um, by that, then they have this special focus practice. There are many OBGYNs who are interested in both uh, uh, adolescent health care and public health as uh, uh, and enjoy taking care of adolescents. Um, But this focus practice is just beginning to sort of recognize that as a special uh specialty among OBGYN
1: mm-hmm. and and I'm curious Dr. Strickland what what was the reason you went into this this subspecialty
0: um I think that I have always enjoyed taking care of young women um I've had a lot of uh, experience and expertise in um teen pregnancy and teen pregnancy prevention um and uh have, a, have have had in my career a pretty large dent on uh public health um and uh as i um began taking care of young women i really saw a gap um in that oftentimes many uh of the disorders were really things that that really needed attention earlier so gained more and more expertise um working um Highly collaboratively at Children's Mercy with uh, other specialties in uh, pediatric surgery, um, pediatric endocrinology, and really forming a hybrid team of people to address uh, reproductive uh, abnormalities in um, children and adolescents.
1: And what what are some of those uh, common conditions that the specialists like yourself would actually diagnose and treat?
0: Children throughout all the lifespan. Um, for example, in, in neonates, we would often uh, evaluate um, uh, ovarian problems, ovarian cysts, masses, um, congenital malformations that, that are identified at birth in the reproductive system. Um, we often work with our pediatric surgeon, with, uh, with our anal rectal malformation clinic, as well as our. Uh, 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 Your pediatric urologist Uh, in the child, we take care of injuries, uh, ovarian diseases, genital infections and irritations are a big common one, as well as dermatologic problems that affect the the child. Um, In the adolescence, it's more traditional gynecology. We we treat uh, menstrual functions. We're very interested in early diagnosis and treatment of endometriosis. For our patients who present with pelvic pain and menstrual related dysfunction. Um, and um, we continue to treat girls throughout their um, teenage years, um, addressing issues of uh, healthy reproductive function, um, uh, sexually transmitted disease prevention, and pregnancy prevention.
1: And so, you know, going back then to the general practitioner, the general pediatrician, you know, obviously reproductive health can be, female reproductive health can be very um, complicated. Uh, and, and and so do you have any advice for the general practitioner of, of when should they reach out to somebody like yourself?
0: So our whole specialty is set up to be a consultant and it works best when we often work in Combination with primary care physicians. Um, we often partner with it, with them. Many of our patients come from far away, and so that's optimal if we can partner with them. Um, different primary care doctors have different comfort levels as far as reproductive health care. Um, so we try to be uh, supportive at all those different levels. Um, I think that that um, uh, we can Always say that that um, we feel that we love to see, particularly patients who begin to develop menstrual dysfunction that have um, problematic uh, periods, either with bleeding or pain, and and um, we appreciate so much the primary care doctors using that um, menstruation as an important vital sign. Um, so it's often the time when we discover other problems of health. So we're always glad to see those patients and be a resource um during during all time periods. Uh likewise in the neonatal period, we are often a resource to primary care physicians who do great exams and just do something that doesn't look quite right and they're often they're often um very astute at diagnosing congenital malformations that that are important to identify early, even if we don't treat them till they're older.
1: So fantastic information, Dr. Strickland. So in summary, what would you like the general practitioner, the the general pediatrician, the community uh, practitioner, what would you like for them to know about female reproductive health and the role of a specialist like yourself?
0: So I'd like for them to know, first of all, their own role, which is... uh, uh, to continue to do genital exams throughout the uh, childhood period, um, and to identify early, uh, um, abnormalities. And for us, our, we see our role as being very supportive and, uh, uh, collaborative with, uh, primary care doctors to, uh, if they identify, um, uh, abnormalities of growth and development throughout the childhood and adolescence that we would like to um, uh, be able to see those children. Um, we think that early access makes a really big difference. And um, so um, just knowing that we're out there is the, is the biggest thing that I'd like to convey and that we um, would like to partner in um, healthy um, pediatric and adolescent
1: care. Yeah, excellent summary. That's Dr. Julie Strickland, Section Chief of Pediatric and Adolescent Gynecology at Children's Mercy. Thanks for checking out this episode of Pediatrics in Practice. Please visit childrensmercy.org to get connected with Dr. Strickland or any other provider. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check the entire podcast library for topics of interest to you and be sure to check back soon for the next podcast. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.